to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor. I'm your host. And today we have a very special guest on the show. Um, we don't usually have a lot of interviews on the show, but when I run across somebody in my travels or experience that I think is going to be benefit to you, I like to bring them on the show. And so today I have Rico Rakoski on the show. He's delightful. You're going to enjoy his sense of humor and his personality. Um, but more importantly, he answers the age old question of how do you move forward in your business with your decision making a lot of times as entrepreneurs we struggle with moving forward and um, have a really hard time just you know taking that one little step and so he has a methodology he's going to share in the interview that helps you make those decisions by breaking things down to just two choices so here's a little bit about rico rico um is a fiery blend of fighter pilot, airline pilot, international best-selling author, speaker, graphic designer, inventor, and Just Two Choices radio show show co-host. He uh, had a early beginning and was passionate about not only aeronautics, but also for art. And so he um, uses a lot of visuals to get his message across and to teach this methodology to people and it actually was initiated he told me in our interview prior um, by going and speaking to some um, high school students about how to achieve their dreams and um, he put together this methodology that we're going to talk about in just just a few minutes for them and realized there were so many other people that needed this and where it was based was when he was faced with making a decision um, right after high school of whether to attend college to pursue a graphic design and commercial art degree or go towards um, his real goal of aviation. He applied to both, did not get accepted for aviation at his chosen school. So he was all ready to go to art school. And then he just made that quick shift mentally that he really wanted to go to aviation school. Within 24 hours of making that shift, he was offered the opportunity to go to flight school and he had to make the decision right then and there. So he chased his dream the rest is history. So I'm so grateful to have him on the show. Please give a warm welcome to Rico Rakoski and let's dive into the interview. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I am so grateful to have Rico Rakoski in studio. It's been a while since we've done an interview and I, when I was introduced to him, was so excited about his program and wanted to bring it to you guys. So help me welcome to the show, Rico Rakoski. How are you doing, Rico? Lisa, doing fabulous. I'm honored and blessed that you having me on the show i really am thank you so much i am so grateful you're here and i'm so excited about what we're going to talk about before we dive into that though um i'd love for you to give my audience a little bit of info about your background and what led you to create the two choices system well the uh, the just two choices system is really the fallout of that goes all the way back to high school of a curiosity that i've had about why people are successful. I know it probably sounds kind of strange that at an early age you're sitting in high school looking at from the back of the classroom, you know, looking toward the front and, you know, all the people who are doing and excelling. And I say this with zero jealousy. It's pure curiosity. It's the kind of person I am about stuff. Ask my mom. And um, 
And so I, would, I was curious, like, what is it that's different about them? I'm working really hard in school trying to get my grades, keep my grades up, and, and I have dreams too, and, and it seems like it's so much easier for other people, and they're being successful in sports and academics and other things. So I was always kind of curious about that. And then as uh, I kind of fumbled my way through stepping into my dream, which was I had two dreams, actually, one to be uh, going to art school and one to be a pilot. And fumbling my way through that and stepping into the aviation side um, is, is what led to the answer. Because in aviation, uh, as it turns out, in aviation, in every moment, you're making hundreds and hundreds of decisions of, during a high performance aspect of a plane flying. And there are just two choices, kinds of decisions. Am I going too fast or too slow? Do I need to change my altitude? Do I need to go lower? Uh, is it too bumpy? Is it not? You know, is it uh, kind of continue to fly up here? Because I fly commercially for commercially for Southwest Airlines and as well as flying, flying fighters for, and for the military. So you're always going through this performance analysis. It's really, it's just a just two choices process. And it all starts with, well, do I take off or not? You know, do I, do we, and once you get airborne, you know, landings are mandatory. So that's kind of how it evolved. And uh, I was asked one day to speak at schools and the short version is some kids were asking me about goals and dreams and how you make them come true. And I, of course, I was talking to a high school shop class. So I sat back and, and, I, and um, I could relate to what they, the questions they were asking me. And I said, really, they're just two choices. This is how it works. And that kind of led to uh, refining the process for kids. So not only do I, did I learn it from aviation, but I was able to apply it to working with children. So. That's kind of the background. That is awesome. And one of the reasons that I was so excited about uh, having you on the show is that my audience is filled with small business owners and entrepreneurs. And yeah. we get really stuck in our heads. Like we don't know how to move forward. And we're like, oh, we have all these really great goals. But then we, we just sit there and we process it and think about it and think about it and process it. And we never make a decision. And so I really wanted you to share with them um, a way that, you know, to really simplify those decisions to it's either yes or it's no. And so when you've got all these things going on and you're, for example, taking um, a minute to really look at, okay, this is where I want to be in three years. How do you come to a decision when it seems like it's so complicated? Like you've got to hire all these people and you've got to have, um, you know, you've got to have uh, the money to be able to hire them and you've got to uh, create an office environment to bring them into and you've got to have the social media set up and there's like all these components to growth but really how do we simplify that down to just two choices how where do you start in that in that decision making process well you know that, that's a great question because you know the, the thought that comes to mind to me immediately is that you know I wake up in the morning virtually every morning you know and you give it a couple of minutes and you're back in your reality and you're back in the, you know, you're back in the overwhelm, you're back in the frustration for the very things you're talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting a business just getting going too. And I've got a lot of those kind of choices as well. But what the, for me, the beauty of just two choices is that I remind myself as I start to feel that frustration, overwhelm, I got this huge global vision of taking just two choices global and, uh, and helping people to simplify their lives. But it all comes down to in the moment, right here, right now, the step that's in front of me. And so I, I take that giant 
elephant that you're about to eat. And I just bring it back to, okay, right now I can be frustrated or I can take a small step that's going to relieve my frustration. And usually within about two minutes, I start to laugh because I start to go, okay, it's all just two choices. What I need to do right now is just to give myself an appreciation for where I am. Look at all I get to do today. Not that I have to do, but look at all I get to do today and get myself stabilized. So to me, that's kind of where the question comes to me, which is getting myself stabilized from this overwhelm of this big dream and all these things I want to do over the next three years and get myself to get my choices immediate right here, right now, today, in the present moment. I don't know if that, if that helps, but, you know, the just two choices um, process it, it is a visual process. So if you take your hand and you hold up the peace sign, and then if you rotate it 90 degrees so that your index finger is kind of pointing up and your middle finger is pointing down, the, with your index finger point up is your choice one. And with the other, with your middle finger point down is choice two. And the, the pivot point right there between the two fingers is the choice point. We're always at that choice point. So I say to myself, I have just two choices. Am I going to uplift myself? Because I'm the only one who can choose to do that. Or am I going to make a choice that's going to take me back further down into the frustration? And it sounds kind of Pollyanna. It sounds kind of unrealistic. It sounds kind of um, overly simplified. Yet, when you think about it, what are, what's my other choice? We could spend 45 minutes talking about being frustrated. I mean, in your own head, which, uh, which, I, you know, which a lot of us do. We walk around our rooms in circles and go, oh, no, how am I going to do this? When really we have the just two choices to say, you know, I'm going to take one small step in this positive direction today. And it, so that's, that's how I do it. I don't know if that, I hope that helps. It does. So something that popped into my head when you were describing that is I think, okay, so people get in this mindset. They're like, okay, well, I'm going to choose choice A, but what if it's the wrong choice? I, I don't I don't believe in wrong choices you know yeah I think of it this way make a choice that's new and better even if it's a small choice now some choices that are new and better are 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 gonna rocket ship you to the top you know you might have a contact that just says I love what you're doing let's implement it in my business you know and, and it's a multi-million dollar business and then you'll have other choices that are well, did I make the phone, you know, do I make that phone call? I'm scared to make the phone call to contact the person who has this multi-million dollar business. Or as it's talked about with Pete and Pat, you know, are you dating Sam? Are you choosing to, are you choosing to make that choice today? Say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to date Sam today with one phone call, or am I going to fall back into my choice to pattern, uh, the other direction and, uh, rearrange the spice rack in my kitchen for four hours, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's all just two choices. I, I you know, I, I hope that helps. I mean, it's, um, and so you're never, I, my, my approach to it is, uh, when people say it sounds kind of Pollyanna over, it's, it's simplistic and I don't take it as a judgment. I say, well, what's your other choice? Because next week we're gonna have the same conversation. You're gonna tell me you're frustrated because you're not able to get your feet on the ground to do something. And I'm gonna say, well, what choice did you make? You're here because of the choice that you made. You know, and so I look at being stuck as you're only stuck once, because if you're able to say you're stuck, then your awareness is where you are. 
And so why would you want to be stuck twice? Why would you want to be stuck three times? You know, why would you want to make that choice that's going down, it's going in a downward direction, as I talked about with your fingers being, you know, parallel or uh, to the, you know, 90 degrees, you always want to make a new and better choice. Right. So one of the things that I talk about a lot on the show is, um, and I think it relates to what you're talking about, but you have to have 100% responsibility for yourself, for your actions and for your words or lack of action. And so um, what would you say to people like when they're in that two choice mode, what, what would your advice be to them about the responsibility component of this? Like a lot of people are not used to taking responsibility for their own lives and their own actions and the words they say. And so what's a step that they could take in that direction so they really realize that those two choices in any given moment are their only option. But along with that comes a responsibility for that choice. Now, I, I, I see it as, and this helps me, I use the word ownership. I gotta own it, you know. I ate candy last night, I put on 600 calories, I own it. I did it, you know, and uh, I'm still I'm still on the trajectory of losing weight. Uh, I've lost 15, but it's one of these things where I, I looked at the when I went to the store and it was on sale and on sale. I allowed it to throw me over the top, and I chose to buy, you know, to buy the 600 calories as it turned out after I read the package, um, you know, to, to eat the 600 calories, and so. I own I ate it and I own that I'm going to make the choice to do something to improve and make a new and better choice. You know, then I also remind myself, the other choice was the 1200 calories of a pint of triple chocolate ice cream. And I walked right past that and I allowed myself and I looked at it and I did not make that choice. I had just two choices, you know, that particular case. So the word I use for myself to me that takes the pressure off it is, is, is own. And I think that's the difference between working with children and working with adults. When I show the Just Two Choices visual, which there's a free download that I'll talk about you know, later in the show, but when I show you what every choice looks like, this is the same, this diagram um, that I'm showing that, that you'll be able to download is the same thing I teach elementary school kids how to use Just Two Choices with. It's just the difference between adults and elementary school children is elementary school kids go, you're right, I get it. I, I, I didn't study. And you're a mom, you know that. I mean, they know, they know, but when they see it on a diagram, when you're up there in front of the fourth and fifth graders, and I've done it with all kids from all walks of life, you know, suburban, rural, inner city, um, Native American reservations, you know, with the Sioux, the Cherokee, Navajo, and I've, I've been out on all those. And, you know, the kids get it, but the adults want to use their just two choices to, to argue, well, I don't think there's just two choices. So, so I think that ties into the ownership part. You know, kids own it. They know at that early age, they, their filters aren't up yet. And then as adult, you know, you're, you're, you're choosing to put excuses in front of you um, of why you, you're not going to own it. But when you look at the diagram, you know, just two choices. We're always there. And we've been there our whole lives at every moment in time because to get a little woo-woo, there only is the present moment, right? There's no future. I mean, the future is based on what you choose right now. And now I'm in the future that I just talked about two seconds ago. And if you choose to bring your past into the future, if it's a good thing, that's nice. But if it's something that that's something that's been challenging from, you know, from growing up years, and you choose to continue to perpetuate that as some, uh, I've been through those kind of things, and my family members have been through that. And it, it's 
you create your reality by choice. It's choices. Choice is the bottom line fabric to all things that exist. Now I'm getting woo. Sorry, I'll step out of that. But no, we love woo on this show. You jump right into woo as much as you want. Um, so something that came up, like I and I think you're right. Like kids get this at a uh, integral level because they haven't. I don't want to say be, been warped by experience, but kind of they haven't been as warped by as many experiences yet. Um, but I think like it's it's so simple that it's hard. And so like going back to your story of flying an airplane, like if you you put me in the cockpit and you're like, okay, we're going to control this and passenger. Um, comfort and we're going to have to do landing and takeoff and we're going to have to keep so that it's not bumpy and you know all these different things i'd be like whoa that is like 25 things that i have to choose and that's not two choices so how do you break it down to just those two how do you get to the two choices in any given moment you know i i i I, that's a great question because um you know i i i believe that multitasking as people think is yeah it's a myth because really all that exists okay we're gonna go woo woo here all that exists is it everything exists because of where you choose to put your attention and so in the cockpit you're flying along like you talked about you're looking at weather you're considering the bumps you see a, you know some storm clouds up ahead um you know you're getting close to your destination um, you know, you have to have passengers seated. You got to clean up the cabin. Uh, there might be other issues that are going on, you know, that you're trying to coordinate all that. The thing is, you just rapidly go just two choices. What's most important? Weather. Okay, weather. I, I check in on the weather right away. All right. We're doing fine on weather. We don't need to go left or right right now. I know I have five minutes before. And in that five minutes, I can contact uh, talking airlines now. I can contact our headquarters in Dallas. The people who are handling operations, I can take care of that, move that off the plate. Next, oh, my fuel's good. Okay, I'm not going to have to worry about my gas. I'm going to land at the destination with plenty of gas. Weather's good at the destination. What's my next thing? No, the engines are running good. Okay, but you're doing that. It's a just two choices process. It can't be anything else because you can't do all 25 at once. All 25 at once would be one choice, and the other is not to do 25 things at once. And so life is this, what I call a seamless here it's a seamless sequence we're just not aware of that sequence and so uh, that's the beauty of knowing what it what a choice looks like from this free PDF download that if you go to just two choices.com forward slash radio you can download it and uh, you'll see what the just two choices diagram looks like and, and that's where everybody is at every moment in time and so it's not multitasking of 25 things it's where your attention goes in a rapid rate. And you only do that as a mom, right? When you're out with your kids and you're driving somewhere or you're putting dinner together for for your family, as you know, it's it's just two choices all the way through, right? Right. I mean, go ahead and share with me your thoughts on that as a mom. Right. It's the same thing. It's just not flying an airplane. And I think, um, so what came to me is that, yes, we're constantly making those choices, whether we're aware of it or not. And so, but we have a tendency to tune out to the awareness like we're not aware that we're making choices even in our business so like as a business owner even just like creating this podcast i know okay i had three things to do before i got here but it was choices between that this that whatever and then you know there's a choice for okay are we going to do this via zoom or are we going to do this via phone call are we going to you know all the different things but we don't 
I think as adults, we're so used to just putting um, all of the choices into one bucket that we don't, we're not aware that there really are only two. So what advice would you give to somebody that to bring their awareness to a higher level so that they really can tap into, okay, this really is only two choices. This isn't like rocket science. It's not as hard as my brain is making it. Yeah, I, I would, my, my advice is there would be one phrase that I would recommend that if, if you did it within, and, and you were consistent with it in less than 10 minutes, you'd have your solution. And probably five minutes. But the thing is, uh, you, you've got to say the phrase. And the phrase is just three words. I choose to. I choose to look at you. I choose to look now at the microphone. I choose to say what I'm saying. You know, I choose to now look up at the ceiling here in my house that I'm in. The minute you start to, because now you're going to realize how many choices you're making. Oh, I choose to think that your outfit, you have a very nice black outfit on. You know, I've got a, I've got a blue shirt. I notice I'm talking about where I'm choosing to put my attention. You see, that's the, that's the fascinating thing about the beauty of simplicity is that the universe puts this whole thing together in a seamless way. And it's only now that we're able to understand the seamless method of it because our computers reflect exactly what our brain does now. You know, uh, Claude Shannon in 1932 figured out that you can use just two digits, a zero and a one, on and off, in order to create switching of electrical circuits to make computers, make machines think. It's a perfect reflection of exactly what's going on. So what man has come to discover with computers and using the binary system of just two choices, of just two digits, a zero and one, is a model that we're talking on right now is a model that reflects exactly what humans have been doing for as long as humans have been on the planet. And not only that, it's exactly what atoms and molecules are doing in every minute. You know, boron has five electrons. Carbon has six. Why is it called boron and the other one's called carbon? Because something's making a choice somewhere that says, if we're gonna have carbon, we need to have a sixth electron. And then if you're gonna have nitrogen, you need to have a seventh electron. If you're gonna have oxygen, you need to have eight. Something's making a choice that differentiates something from something else. And so that being said, on the, on the big woo-woo side, we've been doing this all our lives. It's nothing new. We're, we just haven't been aware of it. And um, could I add one thing? Sure. I'd like to go on for a minute or so, you know, a couple minutes. The, the thing I'd like to add is I think that's the whole new era in. We are in the era of what I call the choice revolution. You see, prior to this, you had Napoleon Hill and, and Dale Carnegie and Norman Vincent Peale in the 1930s doing this wonderful, powerful thing called take positive action. They initiated that whole take positive action era. To say make positive choices in 1932 was too giant of a leap for mankind. I mean, you probably know Norman Vincent Peale, he got shunned by the you know, professional psychiatrists and psychologists because he said, oh, you're going to create a lot of problems with people doing, making their own choices about being positive. That was in 1952. But we've built this enormous era, what I call the, you know, take positive action era. And now we're ready for, you know what, what is positive action? It's just two choices. I either take positive action 
or I don't, right? So now we're in the choice era, but we're, we're walking on the shoulders of giants, of uh, people in the industry, you know, Pete and Pat and, and you know, uh, Grant Cardone and, you know, Dean and Tony and, you know, uh, you know all those, uh, you know, Zig Ziglar and all those people who built this massive take positive action industry, but now we're taking the next level because it's choices right here. It's right in our hands at our phones. It's, it's in our heads and now we're being raised to that awareness of, wow, I choose to. So if you just say the phrase, I choose to, for just a little bit, you're going to find out it's all a choice. Life is 100% choice. Well, and not getting stuck in the, um, the mode, the, yeah, the choosing mode, like just t- make a choice and move forward and then make another choice and move forward and then make another choice and move forward. Um, and I think a lot of us were raised, you know, good point. That's it, a good, that's a good point. Yeah. With the mentality of, um, one, you didn't, you either don't have the option to make choices. They were taken away from you or you were raised to believe that the choices you made were not going to be approved of or the correct choices. And so to break those disbeliefs and those habits um, takes some work, obviously, because they're programmed in. And so um, how what when you work with people or you're, you know, you know, you're, you're training people in this area, um, that are not kids because kids are very programmable. You know, they're younger and they don't have all of those. They, they have some um, components of being, you know, modeled after their parents. But, you know, after years, after year, after year, after year, your programming is very different. And sometimes it's hard to break that programming. So how do you get in the mode um, of first allowing yourself to make choices and make choices that are not up instead of down and being okay with that um and second how do you kind of let go of that modeling in your brain that keeps you stuck in not making a choice uh, I, I love i love the question i'm so excited about it i hope i don't get tongue-tied um the first of all the just two choices and and i emphasize the people who were just in front of two it's, it's, it's not that there are two choices. Two choices makes it uh, amorphous. So when you say just two choices, it brings the precision into. It's not like, because if you say zeros and ones, well, what does that mean? But you say just zero and just one, you know, which are you going to choose? So the just two choices approach is a visual approach, again, um, if you can do go to justtwochoices.com forward slash radio and get the free download and you'll see what every choice looks like for everything you're going to do in your life. Everything and every moment from tying your shoes to, to painting the ceiling. It doesn't matter to, to mowing your lawn. It's all just two choices. But or you can use your hand and, you know, the peace sign and turn it sideways, you know, and as, as a reference. So with that model in mind, it, it's the shift takes place that your energy goes, you direct where your energy is going to go. And that's why the phrase I choose to is so powerful because when you say, I choose to go back, I grew up in an alcoholic family. I did. I choose to go back to what happened in the household when I was growing up. I choose to, well, no, I don't, 
I don't want to choose to go back into that. I've got to make another choice, right? And it's always that first choice. It, it has to start somewhere. And so it's always, and so you might be going back into your old family system, poo-poo stuff, a hundred times a day at first. And then you get it down to 80 times a day. And then you get it down to less than that. And now I get down to, I don't even think about it. In fact, I'm, I've created a whole new habit because the beauty of just two choices is when you send energy in a direction, you at the same time, you get double benefit because you cut off the energy in the other one. And what happens when you don't water a plant? What happens when you don't, yeah, what happens when you don't water a plant? It dies, right? You know, you're not giving it any energy. You're not feeding it. And so that's why the, the, the visual diagram and the phrase I choose to, for me, are going to get you there. And again, people are going to go, oh, it sounds kind of simplistic. It sounds Pollyanna. It sounds unrealistic. And I'll say, okay, then we're going to talk about this next <laughs> week because and we're going to talk about this next year. And you're going to say, oh my gosh, I spent a whole year. I'm still frustrated with this. And you go, that's because you're choosing to be frustrated with this. It's your choice. And then it goes back to your, your comment earlier, which comes back to, oh, I've got to own, I've got to own that energy. I've got to own where that energy flows. But there's double benefit. That could be something that's helpful. When I energize what I want, I de-energize what I don't want. Right. And it goes away. It has to go away. So thanks for letting me expound on that one. Yeah. And we talk a lot about energy. I talk a lot about energy on the show. And that where you focus your energy is where the, it directs the course of where you're going. And it attracts more of that energy. It does. And, 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 and notice here's something else that we... Um, that this whole new choice error is going to is going to bring. Notice if if we would have used the word where I choose to focus my energy. See, when we say I focus my energy, I don't I don't really have ownership of it, do I? I focus my energy. Go focus your energy on something positive. No, I want you to say I choose to focus my energy on something. No, I don't want to focus on something positive. You can't make me choose on something positive. I know I can't because you're the only one who can energize that. And if you're, if any of us, and I speak from my own life experience, I'm not judging anybody because I've had to work through it too with my situation. I choose to be frustrated. I choose to be upset. You know, I, you know, one of the ones, one of the fun ones that I, I broke, uh, one of the, I, I don't use the word habit, break a habit. I just say start a new habit, just two choices because when you energize one, you de-energize the other. So I, I had a habit of getting frustrated with people cutting me off in traffic. I never did any bad hand gestures. I did say a lot of choice words. I did hit the steering wheel. And you know, one day I finally said, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of doing this. I, and, and some people say, I, I, can't, I can't let go of my, my road response. And I used to say that too. But then I go, I've got just two choices. And so whenever it happened, I, I catch myself. And now I kind of sometimes like, ah, that's about all you get out of it. You go, ah, oh, that was close. And I, I used to want to drive up next to the person sometimes who cut across four lanes and almost caused an accident and stare at them. You know, you almost want to do that. And now it's like, I choose to feel good. I choose to feel happy. I'm still driving, no accidents, everything's fine. I'm not going to ruin my day because someone cut across four lanes of traffic in front of me. But it's a choice. And I had to say to myself, and be candid, I choose to be upset about this. I choose to be upset about 
It's me who's making a choice. That person's not making me angry. I'm choosing to be angry as a response. From wherever I learned that, I don't know. You know, to be that have that kind of response. A lot of it is, you know, you have that momentum with the way things happen in society. So it's it's just something that I just have fun with it every yeah. day, just two choices. So that is thanks. so good though. The choose part is so, so good because it really puts the responsibility back onto you making that choice and i think a lot of times it's much easier to go oh they made me or you know i was it was my parents fault because of or whatever instead of you know i'm choosing right now right now i get to choose um and this is what i'm choosing and that that is really a powerful those simple little words just really metamorphosize that mindset shift which is really what we need to have so you have just two choices you can say i choose to or you say that's too Pollyanna. I'm not going to say it, you know. And so I think if you again, if you if you were to just write down like the phrase I choose to, and throughout your day, say, you know, I choose to get in the car. I choose to smile at this person coming out of the post office. I choose to. It in in by the end of the day, even if you do it only like ten times, your awareness is going to be skyrocketing. That's why I say we live in a choice era now because there's such a foundation that's been laid by take positive action and you know and, and those kinds of things and energy flow you know with being able to talk about energy flow and those kinds of things with that foundation being made now you need to know where the switch is the switch is in your choice and that's why it's been seamless and it's been kind of like a gift from god I, I i was in first grade i can't i i, I remember the moment i was in first grade and i went to catholic school and this nun said to me, I, I said to the sister, I said to the sister, I went, sister, why doesn't God tell us when we're gonna die? I don't know why I asked the question, it just popped into my head. And, and believe me, I'm not an academic ace on anything, it's just a question. And she looked down at me and she said, it's a blessing that he doesn't tell you, you know, when you're, when you're going to die. And I remember standing there, confused. But the parallel I hopefully that this story makes is that no one's told us that choice is the fabric of our lives. It's seamless. Death is a seamless part of life. I mean, to a degree. It, I mean, seamless meaning you have no idea how or when it's gonna happen. It could be a surprise. It, it may not be a surprise, depending on the conditions. But that being, uh, with that being said, we've had this situation in our lives. Humanity is humanity for eons, for millennia, has had this situation of not being aware that everything's binary, that it's a choice of where you focus to put your attention, where you choose to focus to put your attention, and that's what that's what I'm trying to bring to people's awareness with just two choices. And liberate, I'm liberating myself by saying. Well, I don't have to choose to be afraid to fly anymore. Why don't I? Or I can choose to say I don't choose. Uh, and when I say anymore, I'm talking about being a kid. You're like, you can say to yourself, um, I choose to want. I choose to want to fly airplanes. Uh, yeah, I choose to feel the fear I have. I, I, I choose to do it anyway. Or you can say, you know what? I think I choose to think that flying is fun, but I choose to be an artist. Or I choose to be a car mechanic. And then just let it go because it's a choice. 
And so the freedom is being able to say, you know, I choose to be afraid right now. They're scared of, of going on this roller coaster, but you know what? I choose to do it anyway. Yeah. Now you own that choice. Not yeah. you, any of us do, yes. myself too. Exactly. So, so good. You've given us so much to think about. So I always um, would like to give my audience the opportunity to reach out to you for you know, additional training or information. So what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, just email me at rico at justtwochoices.com, R-I-C-O, and at justtwochoices.com. And I'd be, on, I'd be honored to answer any questions or help you out with however I, I could help things out. Great. And you can also learn more just by going to the website, justtwochoices.com. And all of that is going to be linked up in the show notes at elisaconnor.com forward slash 96. This is episode 96. So... Can I add one last quick thing? Yes, please do. I was just going to say, do you have anything final that you want to add and leave us with? Well, well, thank you. The, the, you know, the thought that crosses my mind, as you mentioned, um, if, if you go, go to justdochoices.com forward slash radio for the free download, I call it Captain Hookia because basically this whole, this whole session that we've been talking about, I mean, in a lot of ways has been, what do you choose when you put your hand up, you know, and you turn it 90 degrees, what hooks you? What do you choose to allow to hook you? Is it road drama? Is it frustration? Is it overwhelm? Is it some kind of a response that goes on because of something that's going on within your family or a brother or a sister or an aunt or an uncle? What are those things that, that hook you? And that's why the download that you'll see, the free download that you'll see, has Captain hook you down in the choice two direction because that's where your attention's going every time you get hooked. And the only way you're gonna find yourself getting unhooked with Captain Hook yet is to put your attention on what you want. What you want to, you know, what you want to achieve, the great things, the happiness, the joy, the excitement. You can't have a happy ending to a sad story without choosing to have a happy ending. So. That's so good. I love it. Well, I really appreciate you being here today and sharing all of your wisdom and your insights with my audience. And um, I'm sure that some of them will reach out to you and try to connect. So again, you can find Rico at justtwochoices.com. And thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Lisa. Blessings to you. God bless y'all. Thank you. So I'm going to pause the recording really quick so I can let me pop over here really quick and stop this. That was the wrong one.
If you're struggling with what to say, who to say it to, and where to say it, you may need my new Ideal Client Worksheet. The Ideal Client Worksheet helps you discover the important questions that you need to ask when it comes to finding your clients. It will help you understand them, understand their problems, so that you connect with them, attract them, turn them into leads, and convert them into customers. So go grab your copy today at alisaconnor.com forward slash ideal client.